can you believe we are at the end of September? No, I actually can't. I'm going to be put the, putting the Christmas tree up soon. I can't. I kind of can't wait for that though. <laughs> I mean, like, I want Halloween to kind of. Uh, as much as I'm looking forward to Halloween, I still have to get a costume. I know what we're going as. Me and Nick are doing a couple costume, but mm-hmm. I need to like order it, and I'm a bit concerned that there's only like what four weeks really to order something, and it's time. I just don't know where time is going. I really don't. And it needs to fucking slow down. It's really scary. Actually, we only have like a few weeks left of this year. Yep. Um. So yeah, we need to be more organized. <laughs> Everything we you need to be more organized. Well, I am extremely organized. You know me; I'm an extremely organized person. But I just feel like there's not enough time to do everything. It's just crazy. Oh, Nick's just come home. He was at home bargain, so he might interrupt the recording of the podcast to say that he did or didn't get a new did or didn't get a new did or didn't get a new clothes horse. Because remember last week I said it broke. <laughs> and I need to do washing for all those outfits that you wore at the Gal Gorm. So, yeah, he may interrupt this recording. So, apologies if that does happen. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Gin and Bear at the Podcast. My name is Kevin O'Connor Jones, Stubble Barrel Bitch, and I'm your fabulous host as always. Joining me this week are Shastra and Sinead. Hello, girls. Hello. Hello. Uh, Emily was meant to join us tonight, but unfortunately she is feeling rather unwell, or really unwell, should I say. So, Emily, when you listen, get well soon. Hopefully you're ready to add her by the time this comes out. <laughs> uh, so Shasta, how was your week? Any plans for the weekend? Week's been all right. It's just been a working week for me. Well, actually, no, I've had a few days off. Um, as you know, my mum is moving house, so she's uh-huh. got a new place. She's had the keys. Um, and yeah, I'm back to work now. I'm just working over the weekend. Nothing, nothing exciting. Just back to the grind. That's about it, really. Lovely. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're back to the ground. In, in some ways, yeah. <laughs> Shanine, how's your week been and what are your plans for the weekend? Um, It's felt like a really long week because I've had a mm. four-day week. So I was off Monday and I always find when you have a four-day week, it just drags even more than usual. Mm. Um, and I've been very tired, so I just haven't been about this week at all. Um. And thankfully, I have no plans this weekend. Um, last weekend was very busy, so I'm just going to take the weekend to chill, maybe tidy up a bit and just relax, really. Oh what about yourself, Kevin? How was your week? Well, thanks for asking. What, sorry? How was your weekend? Any plans for the weekend? Well, thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. My week, again, has been busy, and I don't know where the time's gone. We, we just came back from Ireland yesterday on the boat. Um, as we were at the Galgorm on Sunday to Tuesday and Sinead and Shane joined us on Sunday on Sunday night. We had a lovely weekend and relaxing at the Galgorm. Um, yeah, and during the week it's just went to Belfast to see a few friends or Kiva Keen. Um, hey Kiva. <laughs> and yeah, got back yesterday. 
today has just been catching up on stuff, recording the podcast today, and then this weekend, um, I have Sandra coming around tomorrow for drinks and a catch up. Haven't seen her in a while. And then on Saturday, I've got Ellie, a friend of the pod, and Sarah coming around for drinks on a catch-up. And then Sunday, we'll just be trying to recover from everything. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's it. Sunday might actually, like, get some shelves up, because we want shelves weeks ago, and we still haven't got them up for Patreons and stuff. So hopefully that will happen this weekend but I'll keep myself posted because the millions are just on the edge of your seat <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so yeah that's it so we'll go straight into our news and popular culture then um so first of all is there anything that you want to talk about that you've seen in the news or have we just gone ahead no just you go ahead fab because there's sometimes I, I don't read too much into the news like there's some things I'm not interested in or there's some things that I just miss. So it's always nice to have other perspectives, but that is fab that you don't have anything we can fly through this then. So um, the first kind of serious one then is a 17-year-old teenage boy knifed a 15-year-old girl in Croydon to death with a machete after an argument. I heard about this. Yeah, that began with him trying to give her flyers. Now... There's a bit of backstory in terms of they must have been going out or he's always tried to ask her out because she said she didn't want to go out with him anymore and refused the flyers and this preempted on him attacking her. Um, Exactly. So obviously in my head, it was premeditated that he was going to be rejected because he had a machete ready to go. So it's a premeditated attack based on if if she rejected him um so he, he kind of preempted this himself that she would reject him um to me he sounds like an incel and i would assume this is just my opinion that he would be a fan of andrew tate oh, Jesus. um for him to go and do this so like my question to you guys is how do you how would you handle a situation with someone who you didn't want to go out with and you had to reject them because obviously this is an extreme case where this young girl has died at 15 being murdered by the set which in itself is weird he's 17 she's 15 she's not of legal age to actually entertain a a sexual relationship with this guy so how would you go about handling rejection not with a machete for a start yeah. Yeah, obviously, like, I don't mean... How much I want to word this question? Do you mean how would we reject somebody? Is that what yeah, you mean? Like, yeah, how would you... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I mean, you just decline their advance. Like, depending on what it is. If somebody asks you out, you don't want to go out, you just say, no, thank you. Yeah. Like, it's as simple as that. Yeah, polite, straight to the point. But yeah. I, I highly doubted she knew how he was going to react as okay. well, which makes me feel even worse for the poor girl. I know. But you should be able into, this is the thing, this will, I'm, I'm speaking out of my opinion. I think the younger generation now are complete snowflakes where they can't handle rejection or because they'll just kick off at the slightest thing now. But I also think with the generation of men from my age, older, or all men in general, in my opinion, I've seen them come up to friends of mine and the girl's not interested and the man can't handle that, then they slag off the woman. 
and yeah. say, oh, well, I don't want you anyway. Well, then why did you try? Yeah, why but ask? They'll, exactly. They'll always have a comeback because they their pride has been dented in front of their mates and things like that. Um, so I think, and Andrew Tate's not a very good example for young people, especially, well, young boys who would look up to that, like, treat your woman like a bitch, make, like, you know, make her, make you a sandwich, all this stuff. So yeah. I, I think rejection, especially in the male population, something needs to change there. But just in general, it's like, we need to get, like, particip- participants, yeah, you know the yeah. word participation, medals. Uh-huh. You didn't fucking won anything. You took part. Why are you getting rewarded for everything? Because yeah. they're not just setting you up that if you feel something, you can't take it. 100%. I mean, like, you can say, oh, you know, like, oh, well done. You know, like, um, at least you tried type of thing. But not mm-hmm. giving people medals for stuff that they don't need or deserve. It is just setting people up that when it comes to GCSEs, A-levels, university, they can't hack when they feel something. Mm-hmm. Like, in the first place. I don't know. Like I, I know every week we do a section called What's Right in the Shit of You. And I am very negative in terms of if something goes wrong, I'm instantly quick to anger. But like, there's a difference in that and a difference of kicking up a fuss and a stink over someone not going out with you or something like not serious. Do you know what I mean? There's a difference. I'm also, yeah. I'm not going to go, as much as I hate people <laughs> and they annoy me. If somebody served me something wrong at a restaurant, I'm not going to pull out a fucking gun or a machete and kill them. No. There's, you know, you can have a bitch in a moan, like I do every week, but you don't have to go about it a certain way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, something's went very badly wrong there. So, obviously, there was, like, loads of witnesses. Apparently, it was just off a bus. So, they were getting, like, a school bus. So it was, like, early in the morning. And it was, like, kind of outside the school gates, just a bit up the road from it. So, there were lots of witnesses to this. So, obviously, he's going to get what what's coming to him. Like, he can't, there's no way he can get out of this, which is absolutely brilliant in one sense. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know how long is the RT going to get. That, I was just going to say that you forget how fucked our justice system is. Mm. But yeah. if he's 17, he's classed as what, an adult, isn't he, in the legal system? So he's not going to go, like, to, is he going to go to young offenders or is it proper prison? No, it'll probably be young offenders. He won't, he won't be trialled as an adult till he's 18, but trials take ages. So it could be that when he's, when it's time to go through his trial, he might be an adult, Leonard. So I don't know. But the thing is, oh, he was a child. His brain isn't fully developed. He doesn't yeah. know what he was doing. That that's what always happens. Like, oh, he didn't mm. mean to rape her. He didn't know what he was doing. Mm. You know, yeah. that's where it always goes. Yeah. Yeah. And mental health will come into it. They'll say, Oh, they'll yeah. say some probably say something about his upbringing or his childhood or whatever. Yeah. Then mental health will come into it and it's like you can't always Yeah. You can't yeah. always use that as an excuse because See, well, he might actually get sent to like a mental facility or I don't know the, the proper terminology for that but you know like a, a place where it's not prison you get sent there to do your sentence and stay in yeah. um, aye but he'll probably be in like less than a year if he goes somewhere like that well it's fucking crazy yeah. it is fucking crazy well and here, and here also I did actually think of a, a news about the news that I meant to bring up um, yeah. R.I.P. Michael Gambit oh my now. <laughs> Yeah, very true. May he rest in peace. Bless him. I know. That's our true professor Dumbledore's got. I know. 
I know, like he he done loads of other stuff. I couldn't tell you what he did, but he was like a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah, very sad. Just lots of sad news every fucking day you wake up. It's like, ugh. <laughs> I don't, that's why I don't like looking at the news. That's life. Right. The next story is Storm Agnes. <laughs> um, Storm Agnes is apparently hitting the UK and Ireland uh, with predicted winds of 80 miles per hour. The Met Office has said that the first mean storm of the season will rapidly intensify with a danger to life warning being issued by the forecaster from Wednesday to Thursday. So that would be yesterday to next Thursday. Oh no, so maybe it's been. Today. Today. There, there is no storm anymore, Kevin. <laughs> right, okay. I was going to say, well, flood, apparently flooding and disruption to travel will also happen. Now, I will say, I, I think this was a bit of news, and I think this is scaremongering, to be completely honest, because I got the ferry back yesterday, and it was not rough at all. Um, We got back to Liverpool. In my opinion, there was no, well, we got back at like 7 p.m. There were no winds, there was no storm, and there was no heavy rain. I don't know where in the country the storm was, but it didn't affect me. So happy fucking day. Hi, because it was over here. <laughs> I know. That's, that's why I didn't invite you. Sure, I have a fucking leak in the ceiling, like the water was coming in. Okay, so yeah, I just, I yeah, because it was best. really heavy. And then my bins blew over because it was really windy. Oh, God. Right. So, like, why? But this is the thing that annoys me about the UK media and the Irish media. It's like, we're all going to be affected. And we weren't all affected. No, but they need it's to say that in case it goes well, somewhere they they said, and then they haven't warned you. And then they're like, why didn't nobody warn us? So you'd rather be told it's going to be worse than it is than be told <laughs> that it's going to be more minor than it is. Mm, I suppose. <laughs> but they said damage to buildings and there's you said, like, they, they, they said, um, they said it'd be like here. But, mm. Yeah, thankfully it's not really touched the north of England, in my no. opinion, anyway. What are we going to say, Sinead, sir? No, I uh, said fair enough. Oh, okay. Oh, that's really it. That's all I have to say about that story. It was just, where was the storm, to be perfectly honest? Northern Ireland, that's where it was. Oh, they always get the shit weather. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least it's not tonight during the podcast. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh, okay, the next story that I have is, have you heard or seen of the fishing trawler or trailer, whatever that word is, that got stuck in a sandbank near County Wexford, in, a be- in County Wexford Beach. Um, and it had apparently 140 million euros of cocaine on board. <gasps> uh-huh. Um, which led to people flocking to the beach to get their hands on some, which had reported to wash ashore. So this like boat kind of trawler thing got stuck and kind of kind of almost capsized a little bit. Um, and two men were r- rescued from that um, trawler and arrested. Um, and a local fr- a local fisherman said everyone's out looking the beaches are twice as busy as they usually are it's a bit of excitement in the area <laughs> lots of excitement so loads of people were going to the beach running to get some free drugs Love it. Um, wow. 
apparently there was a bigger problem. So there was a mothership discovered 24, 24 hours later on Monday. And that was held at gunpoint off the coast of Cork by the Gardaí and the Defence Forces. And it's thought that the mothership crossed the Atlantic Ocean to decant to smaller vessels, such as the one stuck in Wexford, uh, to deliver millions of drugs to various European markets. So, Ireland is like the... We drug hub? We drug hub? <laughs> Do you know what, though? It is, um, like... We've seen this couple, so we got the ferry back yesterday, and there's like now when you get into Belfast. So we arrived in Belfast on Friday night. They've got this new kind of machine when you leave the docking area, and it's like a massive fucking scanner with all these lights on it. So for lorries, so it's obviously there is now becoming a problem because Northern Ireland doesn't have a like a border with the Republic. And you can just travel from the UK freely over. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I think that they're, I think they're caught in on now to all these issues, the governments and stuff. But sure, like, you just could be smuggling loads of drugs in your well, car. Well, I know. Like, anytime we pull up to like, get on the boat, it's always like, did you pack everything yourself? Any dangerous items or, you know, illegal things? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> like, there is zero security on the ferry. Like, I could, not saying I would. I could take a bomb on and just blow up the ferry. Like, there's no security. It is crazy. Just a sense of trust. You give just, him your word. Yeah, literally. It's like pre-9-11 travel. It's like, there's so much trust in the ferry. And it's like, Jesus. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm glad there's honest people traveling on the ferry. 100%. 100%. Um, it's, the, it's the less stressful way of traveling I've ever been on. It's fun. It takes like eight hours to just cross the Irish Sea, but it's fabulous. It's very stress-free. Yeah, but you have a cabin. Um, okay, the next story that I had. Oh, either they have their own Netflix system. You know, there's now better Wi-Fi. You know, I've been traveling the ferry three years now, and it's fabulous. They have better Wi-Fi now. You pay two pound, you can stream stuff, which is fabulous. Ooh. Um, so yeah, it's fabulous. We've got free food and you know free wine and cheese and fabulous. Okay, uh, my next story is, have you seen Alicia Keys has filed trademark uh, for a company called Alicia Tees? Yeah. <laughs> and then I've seen all the memes. It was like, what else could she do? And she's like, oh, sales, honey, yeah. Alicia Tees. And I'm like, oh, let's never I know. Fucking so funny. So apparently her husband three years ago, like as a birthday present, I surprised her with a personal tea gift or something. Was and he put Alicia teas on it. So I don't know why it took her three years to trademark it. Maybe she didn't want to do a company, but now she has trademarked this and she's doing a proper tea company called Alicia Teas. And as Shania had said, this led people to do memes and talk about some some things that she could actually trademark and do businesses for. So I'm going to read out some examples. So she could cultivate vegetables, Alicia peas. <laughs> <laughs> She could do a clone company, Alicia Mees. <laughs> <laughs> she needs the honey one bees. Um, she could do uh created a new virus in a lab, Alicia Disease. <laughs> she, she could buy a farm and produce milk-based products, Alicia Cheese. <laughs> um, she could do a dog breeding company, Alicia Maltese. <laughs> uh, 
And the last one is she could become a comedian and do Alicia Wees. So. That's a good one. <laughs> Alicia Wees. Like yep. Or a sex company, Alicia Tees. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny, funny. I, I love people on the internet. Like, it takes them, like, fucking five minutes to come up with, like, there's a new story and then they'll just have all this shit ready to go. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um... Okay, and the last little story I have is, have you seen the big Peppa Pig announcement? Or is Kitty Perry going to do a voiceover, is it? Yes, so, but the Peppa Pig made this massive announcement, or the company who does it, whatever, like a few days ago, and it's like, we have a massive announcement coming soon, stay tuned. And like the memes coming from that alone were hilarious, because I seen a pig in a pool pumping something. It was like, Peppa's done, Peppa Pig's doing OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> It's just Katy Perry's doing a voice and a new character for a one-off special, so I don't think that's fucking big news, to be honest. Mm. No, I'm sure we can no, see her really. just, just eat up. I know, like, is she trying to, like, get over the Russell Brand thing? Where she's like, I'm doing something new, I'm being Peppa Pig. <laughs> Maybe she's just a bit short of money. Don't know. Well, I don't think she would be with Just Eat. They're all over the world, but... True. Um, Good for Katy Perry. Mm. <laughs> good for Peppa Pig. Mm. Peppa Pig's trying to create some drama up in here. <laughs> well, that's all the news stories I have because I, I only looked today to see what I could find. And to be honest, I wasn't really interested in depressing shit. I know we had to talk about some depressing shit, but there you go. Um, Okay, if there's nothing else, nope. we'll move on to our usual topic of us ragging the absolute shit out of us. So, Shastra, what is ragging the absolute shit out of you this week? Just the fact there's not enough hours in the day at the minute. Mm-hmm. One minute you wake up, the next minute you go into bed and you're like, where's, what, what? Yeah. And I've got so much to do in my to-do list is longer than my whole body. And for those who know me, I'm actually not that tall, but the point is, <laughs> very, very fucking long. <laughs> And I just have not got time to do all this stuff. Like, it's just time's running away from me. It is, especially with work. As yeah. Because well. you're working quite a bit. Like, and you're doing a little over time as well, aren't you? Hi, George. Um, not at the minute. I know, yeah, my cat's just made an appearance. <laughs> um, not at the minute. There isn't much going around. So I've had a full four days off this week. So that would, even That's that correct. wasn't enough to get stuff done. It's just mm-hmm. been mad with like my mum's move and everything going on so mm-hmm. yeah that that is annoying me that that is really annoying me uh is that everything that is everything for now fabulous not fabulous because it's annoying not having enough time but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> Shanine, what's right on the ass of shit out of you this week i'm just so tired like even oh, like, I just find no matter how much you sleep, you still just be tired anyway. And I just I just can't be bothered with it anymore. I'll second that. Yeah. I'm just I'm really done with it this week. So that's why I'm looking forward to just a really chilled weekend now. To be yeah, to be you've been really busy like every weekend I've been speaking to you. You've just had a lot on. Yeah. Um To be honest, I feel like I've been busy since your wedding this time last year. <laughs> that yeah, sounds yeah. true. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, if I go back and look at my calendar, like, I've probably had a couple of free weekends in the last year. And it's nice to have plans, though, and memories and have a laugh and good times and stuff. But, yeah, it is. You can burden yourself out, like, quite a bit. 
Um, so yeah, it's it'd be nice for you to just have like, and I know we went to the Galgore over the weekend, but you're still like traveling there, and you're still like getting up. And as I sound so up myself, but it's like you're still getting up to like go for breakfast, and you have to get ready for dinner, and you have to go to the spa. <laughs> I was like, it's not even that. It was like life. <laughs> like, I basically had like a three day bender on the weekend. Like basically, I was I was out Friday night. We were out Saturday night, and we were basically out Sunday night. Sunday. So I'm just I'm done. Check me out of the oven. I am done. Are you seeing Shane this weekend, or is it just a complete weekend to yourself? No, I'll probably see him, but I'll be just literally watching TV, watching films. Why you we cheeky take away maybe? Maybe, potentially. Ross Mars has them up. <laughs> oh. She's getting a loyalty card. I know you should, or a black olive. Mm-hmm. Seed crack. Seed crack. crack. You can send me pictures of whatever you get. That will do. Love and it. yeah, when what's been ragging up such shit out of you this week? Thank you. I would say myself anyway, but that's nice to be asked. <laughs> okay, I have got four things. And. Okay, they're they're quite petty, but it's still it's my annoyances from whatever. So, I talked about this last week, but it's really fucked me off again this week. Man, piss everywhere. We were traveling back from the Galgorb and from Belfast on Tuesday, so we had to charge. We have an electric car, so we had to stop at the Oakleaf to charge for like twenty minutes. And so I was like, I'm busting for the toilet, so I went to use like the toilets, you know, the service station toilets at the Oakleaf. Um, where all the lorry drivers go and oh my god there's two cubicles fucking as soon as you walk in the door of the actual toilet place there's two cubicles cubicles right in front of you there's just piss like flowing on the floor out of them and then there's like a big wall of urinals and there's just piss all over the floor I'm just like, how is there this much mess from men pissing? Like, can't they aim it into the fucking urinal and toilet? Like, I don't understand. Have they not got piss all over their trousers? I don't understand it. Like, where <laughs> is it going? Why, why is there that much piss over? And it was a dry day. It wasn't wet outside. So it's not water coming from outside from puddles. It's like literal fucking <laughs> piss. And I was fuming because I was wearing my new Air Max trainers that I just had got the week before. And I'm like, I know you have to clean these things. Because I hate when, like, piss just gets on your shoes and then you trample piss into houses and things. Ugh. So here's me coming back to the car, fucking fuming. And thankfully we have wipes in the car, so I have proper wiping. Wiping them on the grass and then wiping off the grass. Off my shoe, yeah. like, fucking... I, I just would love to just talk to somebody in government and, like, think, why is this a national problem? Why demand piss everywhere? I don't understand because I don't piss on the floor. Men are just a lot of murder. Sort out your crooked people. fucking dicks. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, I really do. If if they piss like that in public, what do they piss like in their own house? I, I reckon saying, some people do it because it's public and they know they ain't got to clean it. But uh, look, why? I know people they're, are they've been neither at home. They've been neither at home. I know we don't we don't like people, but you don't have to do that. Like. Oh my god, it's fucking vile. Like, I can't even describe it. Uh, and the smell, it's just, and dehydrated, it's all yellow piss. Like, drink more fucking water. Oh. Hopefully that's the last time I have to speak about this problem. But it's, it's ridiculous. It makes me want to just piss in the girls' toilets and say I'm trans. Steady on. 
it's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and that that sounds awful me saying that but it's coming to that point where it's just like i don't want to be in a man's toilet i really don't it's fucking vile okay the next thing i have is i hate traveling with people who don't have the same level of organization as you um and that's with airports it's with ferries it's even in a taxi it's I hate traveling because it's like it always falls on me to be ready at a certain time and what I mean by this is on my next annoyance is I hate when you're traveling or you're getting ready for work or you're and you're living in a house with there's multiple people that have to be up at the same time and we all have to leave the house around the same time and I hate having to schedule around each other and not just do what you want in your own time so on Wednesday we were traveling back me and Nick got up I showered and then he's like, oh, I'll just get it. I won't have a shower. I'll just get it like a face wash and blah, blah, blah. But then it was like rushing out the door because he's unprepared and he didn't pack a shit the night before. I fucking hate that. It's just unnecessary stress that goes on to me when I don't, like, I'm prepared the night before. I came back from the Galvorm. I decanted my smaller bags into my bigger bag again. I'm organized. Here's my outfits ready to go in the morning. All my other clothes are my suitcase. Like, I hate, like, people who are unorganized when traveling. It really, it actually stresses me out. It makes me more stressed, and I want to be relaxed. Traveling is a stressful time, in a way, for anyone. So I just want people just to, you know, not add more stress. It's irritating. And there's always people in that relationship who's, like, they turn up at the airport, and it's like, where are we going again? Like, do you know what I mean? There's the other person who has passports, has packed, has pre-planned, has all this stuff. It's fucking, it's, I'm sick of the dynamic. I'm really fucking sick of it. And my last annoyance then, uh, what's ragging the shit out of me, is when you're talking to people and they dismiss you. And what I mean by that is, like, so you're talking to them, and you're trying to express your feelings or how you feel, um, and they're just on their phone, or they're looking around the room, and then what you say, they don't have anything to say back to you. Yeah, it's just like, sorry. I because they weren't listening properly. So they weren't listening properly. They're they're obsessed with something else, and it's like, why am I bothering? Like telling you how I feel. Why am Why am I bothering expressing myself if you're not gonna fucking listen to me? Fucking winds me up. There's one thing like I hate. Like I hate a lot of things, but the most the number one thing I hate is being dismissed. Do you know who you're fucking talking to? Kevin O'Connor Jones, bitch. Do not dismiss me. Because if you just miss me, bitch, you won't exist in my fucking life. <laughs> you know what? Well, what when I say is, you know, when you you go to someone with a problem, say for instance, and they go, "Okay, yeah, tell me about it." So you're sitting there having your rant, and you know, oh. you're getting it out, and you're having a good vent, you're having a good release of everything, and they answer it with something about them, like, "Oh no." Well, for me, when that happened to me, well, no, 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 no. Like you've just asked what's stressing me out, so I'm mm-hmm. get, I'm telling you, and then you're replacing it with something that's about you. No, I know, I know, and like, we, like we, no matter who it is, like a friendship, an acquaintance, and a stranger, like we all try to relate to each other's stories because we want to, we want to have a, something in common. We want to like we understand what you're going through, and you want something to relate, to build that connection with, and you know that's that's genuine relationship when it's constantly though it's the other person turning around on themselves and they're not listening to what you have to say it's like can i get a break it's it's frustrating because the guy wants to express how i feel and you're just dismissing me because you're like looking at the wall behind me 
I'm just like, yeah. And I have to listen to your shit. <laughs> well, then maybe you should just start looking at the wall behind them. Well, do you know what? I'm a petty ass bitch, so I am going to start that. <laughs> if I notice people not listening to me, I'm not going to fucking listen to their shit. <laughs> That's fair enough. Oh, winds me up. Right, have you got anything else to discuss so far? No, not off the top of my head. Fabulous. Right. Um, we'll just power through. Do you need a break? Do you need to go refill your drinks? Oh, we just power through. No, I'm good. I'm good to keep up. I'm fine. Fab. Not off me get this. <laughs> right. So we do a weekly topic every week. And this week it's all but before it's sorry, before I start, what are we all drinking? I have a tin of recorder leg and the mango raspberry stuff, Kim. Oh, yeah, that's lovely. That stuff. We drank that a few weeks ago. And Shastra, what are you drinking, my love? I have the 19 Crimes, the Uprising. So it's a fabulous red wine that I believe it or not, I've got for my birthday. And I have only just crafted open this. Jesus, you're going to that be gone in a day with me. Well, you know, I never drink it in the house on my own, really, but I thought, fuck it. Do you know what? It's, it's, it's what's the word? It's underrated, drinking by yourself. I, I found, mm. like, an alcoholic me saying that, but some, I've done it many a time where it's just, like, Nick's not here or he's upstairs working in the office and I'm just, like, watching Drag Race or Housewives on a Friday or whatever. I'll just, like, I'll open a bottle of wine and I'll drink the bottle to myself. But it's nice. Wine's only three glass. Bottle's only three glasses. It's quite nice, then. Yeah. Just... You know, you don't have anyone around you. You're just like, chill. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's the season for red wine now as well. Oh, so is. I feel like it's right, you know. The dark nights, red wine. That's it. 100%. So I love, that's lovely wine. Yeah. I'm drinking gin and tonic, the usual. Fabulous. The usual. Love it, love it, love it. Right. So we do a weekly topic every week. And this week's topic is celebrity writers. Now, in the group message for the podcast, I kept saying celebrity writers, which was incorrect. It's celebrity writers. <laughs> no wonder people didn't know the, what I was fucking talking about because I didn't even know what I was talking about myself. Um, so what is a writer? Does anybody know? That's just a list of norms that celebrities have, like for what they want in their dressing rooms and shit. Ding, 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 gold star for Sinead. <laughs> so a writer, it's a list of requirements, requests, or conditions that a performer or celebrity expects in addition to their appearance fee. <laughs> Pardon me, I didn't even have a drink. I was just there. Um, it's a legally, did I say that? It's a legally binding document which accompanies the booking contract and it must be honoured as failure to meet the terms of the writer can enforce the appearance fee being paid without the performance actually taking place. So it's within the promoters or whoever booked the concert or whatever best interest to give the celebrity what they demand. Um, now there's different types of writers. Now we're going to predominantly talk about the hospitality dressing room writers, but you can also get a technical writer and a travel accommodation writer. So a technical writer is basically everything to make the performance happen. So it's like for a, a comedian, it would be the type of microphone required um, or a table that they need a glass of water by the stage. Like it's something to do with the performance specific lighting or a smoke screen, things like that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then for hospitality, we're going to talk about it's all about your food or your demands in the dressing room. And then the other one is a travel accommodation rider. So there are loads of people who demand like private planes or travel to and from the airport um, or a car out the back to get away from the fans, etc. So there's a few different types of riders. Um, so I will say what my riders are. And then you could, well, actually, we'll start with your writers. So, Shastra, what would, if you were an A-list celebrity, what would your demands be? You're a mute. You're a mute. Oh, you're a mute, babe. <laughs> Is this for the, like, the performance to happen? Well, it could be either. So, what do you need if you're, like, so say you're a comedian or you're, like, an singer or whatever you are. If you have a massive concert like Beyonce or you're a massive comedian... What would you need for your technical performance or what would you need for like what's in your dressing room or your travel or accommodation? Like what what do you need? Even if you don't need it, what do you want? Okay, so accommodation, it needs to be somewhere by the sea with a sea view. I don't want to be looking at no one's roofs or bed shit. So <laughs> I need a sea view. I need a jacuzzi bath. I need all the products that go in the bath. <laughs> I need someone who can wash my hair for me because I, I don't have time for that, quite frankly. Um, I also need a wine cooler with selections of cold wines inside as well as a lot of Pepsi Max. I also need, I also will need um, a Pepsi Max at the side of the stage on ice as well. Love it. Um, just to like keep me going with the, the cold and the fizzy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... I would be one of the people that would have a car out the back so I could escape people because I haven't got, I'm very busy. I haven't got time to like say hi to people. Like you've, you've paid to see me, like you've seen me. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to like try and corner me and sniff me. Like just let me go home. Well, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, <laughs> <try> and, <laughs> don't try and get in my face now. Like that, that's, you know, but I believe I'd be, I'd be quite simple. Like I, I think they're quite simple requests they are they're not no. very diva behavior no i don't think i'm very um i don't think i'm very out there i don't think i'm very high maintenance with that but mm-hmm. the bath is a big one i won't accept it if it's got no jacuzzi jets in i will be slightly high maintenance with that yeah um and i do need someone who's a professional to wash and style my hair actually because it's two different jobs and yeah. I, I haven't got the time i'm too busy so is that your accommodation or is that your dressing room i'd say both mm-hmm so I'd say, you know, I wouldn't necessarily want like want my hair washed in the bath. I'd want that done separately at a separate station. But then oh, yeah. I'd want someone to go over my hair when I got to the, the, the dressing room because if we've got the windows open in the car, I might be a bit windswept and I haven't got time to do that. <laughs> so I need someone to refix it when I get there while I have a glass of wine, but nothing too heavy because I don't want to be pissed getting on stage. Oh, yeah. And then I need to have the Pepsi Max at the side because, you know, that's necessary. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I'll do what I came to do and then I'll escape off the back in, like, a black transit van or something so no one's... <laughs> Very nice. So, yeah, those would be my preferences, I think, yeah. That is quite, like, reasonable, to be honest. Like, I believe it is quite reasonable, yeah. Sometimes I can be quite a simple woman, you know. I don't always demand <laughs> the high life, but, you know, the high life would be nice. Very reasonable. Shanid, what would yours be? Mine's might seem slightly more high maintenance compared to Shastra's. So um my thoughts then were so I don't know what this is, but I want my dressing room to be set to like an optimum temperature that I'm not too warm but I'm not too cold. So when you try and strike strike that balance, the room has to be in a certain <laughs> temperature. 
Um, I would like a head massage prior to my hair being done. Um, you know, something like a very ASMR vibe. <laughs> okay. You know, like hair brushing, you like ASMR vibe type thing. So, this is all to relax me prior to performing. Um, I would also like um, yeah, you know, like really soft um, rug or carpet on the ground, so I can walk barefoot and it'll be nice yeah. and comfortable and soft. Yeah. Um, depending on where I am, so if I'm getting ready somewhere um upstairs in the building, I want my own private like lift or elevator to take me down to where I'm performing. I don't want to be squashed in with any riffraff. Anyway, no. <laughs> um, I would like um a warm apple and cinnamon scented candle in the room, just um, and other cat not scented candles, but other candles around the room to create a nice ambiance and vibe mm -hmm. to get me in the mood. Um, yeah. a playlist of my preference to play. Mm -hmm. Um, again to get me in the vibe. Um. I would also like, if possible, some fresh daffodils in the room so Granny is with me while yeah. I'm getting ready for the performance. Love flowers. Because those were her favorite flowers. Um, and then if I'm drinking any gin, I would like straws to drink through. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my preference. Um, and then once I have performed, I would like a 12-inch pizza and some chips. Hot. I'm very happy for me to eat them when the concert's over. <laughs> Love it. Um, and, um, something similar to Shastra then once I'm finished eating get out the door into a car that will take me away to the private jet that is there to attend to my travel needs after the concert <laughs> oh that's amazing that's amazing so that's me <laughs> why are we fans to get to the jet if you want <laughs> thanks Shastra Shannon's kidding I will say when we go through these, if there's anything else that you remember or you think, actually, I want that as well, please say. Do you know what I mean? So it's not yeah. a, it's not a finite list you can also add to. Um, <laughs> so Shasta was quite reasonable. Sinead was a wee bit high maintenance. I'm very fucking high maintenance. Um, so I have a long, long, long list here, okay? And these were only what I could think of. There's probably okay. more. You know me, I'm very high maintenance. Okay. I would like copious amounts of Verve to Coke, ice, ice, ice cold. Now that is like a really nice champagne. Want it on tap. I would but like. You also don't want to be pissed without onto the stage. No, I know, but you know, a couple of glasses, you know, grand. I'm funnier when I'm drunk. So if I'm a comedian when I'm drunk, that's me. <laughs> um, and plus, if I'm a pop star, you can just mime. <laughs> that's true. Um, I would like loads of bottles of chilled Ballygown water. Only the best Irish water. And the Galgorm do loads. That just reminds me when I said the Galgorm. Ballygown water. <laughs> I want a plethora of ice. Yeah, I, I always say um, I need ice. I need a plethora. I need ice on tap. You know. Mm -hmm. Go to fucking Antarctica if you need more ice. Just go get me ice. Um, depends on what country I am in. I want that country's best gin. Um, and I want the most exquisite posh tonic to match with the garnishes as well. Like the flavour garnishes. I don't want your Gordon's fucking boke. I want the country's best gin. Um, again, like she made them on straws. Now, I don't want paper straws. Don't care about the planet. I want plastic or metal. 
and I don't care if plastic straws are illegal, you fucking find them for me. I need a straw. I do not want mush after every drink. Um, I would like some crystal glassware for my, my nice beverages to come from. I don't want no plastic tumbler. <laughs> I need um in my dressable. So these are all dressing room demands, by the way. These aren't travel accommodation yet. In my dressing room, I need at least a king size bed with Egyptian cotton sheets so I can take a nap before the performance. Because if I'm traveling that much, I need my sleep. I would like a cheese and mez board. And to go with that, a selection of the best red wine of that country. Because we need a little snack and a nice drink to go with it. I would like a chef, a masseuse, a doctor and a plastic surgeon on speed dial. Because I may not be feeling well. A masseuse for relaxation, a chef to provide me whatever meal I want. And a plastic surgeon if I need a wee top off a Botox or my lips done or things like that. Or a bit of light lipo, you know. I feel like you... Show. I feel like you can't do, you couldn't do stuff like that just before your show because your face is probably going to be like numb or whatever. Um, well, a few hours maybe. I don't know. Well, but that that's what it wants to make it fucking happen. And you, if you know, if I'm demanding this, then you, you better not make me numb. <laughs> you better make me look good but not numb. That's up to them. That's what I'm paying them for. Um, I would like after the show. An IV drip to replace vitamins that I have lost. Because <laughs> I'll be extremely tired and, and, you know, I need hydration and I need some, like, vitamin C, B, D, all them ones. I want extremely good lighting for hair and makeup. Um, Because I have stayed in numerous places and the lighting is fucking shit. You need good lighting. I also need a hair and makeup team because I'm not doing that myself. You I see, need then hair and makeup teams. I feel like if you're that famous, you're gonna bring your own anyway. No, I know, but maybe it won't, maybe a budget for them then. So I'm not paying for them. Maybe then maybe that's what I mean. But I need a hair and makeup team. I need a budget for incredible uh designer outfits for the wardrobes for the show. Um, I need a limo to and from the airport. I'm not settling for a transit van. I need a limo. <laughs> Sorry, some of us don't want to be seen. <laughs> That's a, I can understand that, yes, but I need a limo. I need a stretch out. <laughs> I also need a private plane to take me to and from. Um, I need the AC in the room somewhere to Sinead just to be right. Not too hot, not too cold. Again, I don't know what that temperature is, but I will decide and I will let you know when I find that out. Um, a Dyson fan would be nice, you know, just in case the AC is too hot as a backup. Like Sinead, I would like daffodils in the room or chillets. Um, I don't care if it's not the season for those flowers. You get them for me. You, you travel it. and you get them for me. I don't care. I would need my milk thistle and other medications in the room in case of hangover or headaches or things like that. Uh, but added extra is a good shite, you know. I would need a speaker for music. Uh, good quality. I don't want no shit speakers. I would need some Round Tree Random, some Sour Patch Kids, um, some Galaxy Caramel Chocolate, and some Clove Rock Sweets in order just for nibbly bits. How long has it taken you to get ready? So you want the cheese board, you want, <laughs> food, you want champagne, you want red wine. You're going to be blooded as fuck going out on the stage. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I've got a assist, and that's why I've got a plastic surgeon. 
Maar dat kan heel veel bloed krijgen. Well, I'm a sis can rub your stomach to get all the blood out. Well, then, hold on a lot. I want a clonic irrigation before the show. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be anywhere near your dressing room. <laughs> like, I want to, you want to enjoy a few hours in the dressing room. That'd be lovely. Um, I want a ban on Ed Sheeran, Ellie Golden, and Rita Ora music in my presence. <laughs> Uh, like she needed like some candles to create an ambiance and, and you know I'm not so fussed in cinnamon but like you'd have to like run the smell by me first um, I would like some peppermint tea to combat that bloat <laughs> it doesn't work that quickly um, copious amounts of that well we'll see <laughs> um, I want copious amounts of bleed Chanel aftershave in my presence um, and my last thing is after the show, I'd like a McDonald's to be in my dressing room as soon as the show was finished at the correct temperature. If it's cold, he will be going back again. And there are my demands. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> heavy maintenance, like. Like, so we, we started off very reasonable with Shastra, Sinead, a bit fussy, and then I'm just like, you know, these are wet and if I'm not getting them, I'm not getting them. Uh, there are probably others that I could talk about, but those are what I could think of when I was making notes on this subject. Um, I think they're pretty reasonable, to be honest. It's pretty doable. If you're an A-list celebrity, I think they're all pretty doable. How do you get on? No, that's true. No, they probably are. Mm. So, I'm going to read some actual celebrities' writers and see what you think about them. So let me just okay. pop to my second screen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously when I think celebrity writers, the first person that comes to my mind is Mariah Carey. Because she's always known as such a diva. Like diva, diva, diva. So her writer is, she requires two adjoining rooms or one large room divided in two. They must be carpeted as an area, as one area is for hair and makeup and the other is for a living space. So she doesn't like to do your hair and makeup. I can understand you want to kind of... Yeah. Do them. yeah. It must have a private bathroom. Now, we never talked about that. Now, I know Shasta talked about a jacuzzi bath, but yeah, bathroom. Yeah, so I'm, I'm making the assumption I have my own bathroom. I don't make an assumption because you make an ass out of you and me. Uh, well, then I'm going to flop the fucking lid. I have to share the, a toilet with 50 people. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to add to my list, as I'm sure you are. I want a private bathroom. I want, like, a big, massive jet stream shower. I want a big whirlpool bath. I want mm. a bidet to wash my ass. I'm not washing my ass myself. I want a fabulous toilet and a double sink. With a fabulous mirror to do, you know, to see yourself in. So, yeah. I agree with Mariah. Um, she also goes on to say the temperature in both rooms must be set to 75 degrees. Now that must be... That's Fahrenheit. That's Fahrenheit. It's American. But that must be the optimum temperature where it's not too hot and it's not too cold. So right, that's, be, her. Uh, that's what we should do, 75 degrees. Um, she goes on to say the room is to be furnished with one three-seat couch, one two-seat couch, Pardon me, or two large comfy chairs, plain in colour with no busy patterns. <laughs> Very specific. Here, okay, I just googled what seventy-five uh, degrees Fahrenheit, 
and that is t uh, 23 degrees Celsius. That's pretty warm. And so you'd be sweating your makeup off, like. I mean, she, how does she not go into the show looking like a sweaty tramp? I feel like she doesn't do much when she gets on the stage, so she's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like that. She also requires one coffee table. We didn't even talk about furniture. I did say bed, but she also requires one coffee table, three end tables, four tall floor lamps, eight tall leafy plants, and two vases of white roses. So we did talk about flowers, but we didn't actually talk about furniture. There is to be an eight foot long table with liners for catering, a small kettle and a mini fridge. I think that's very basic. <laughs> I think we were like kind of picturing um, like a hotel room, you know, that's like set up with everything already. So she goes on to say, um, the fridge in her room is to be stocked with 12 one litre bottles of Fiji water, three bottles of Chardonnay and one bottle of Opius One Cabernet Sauvignon, which is worth $200. She also has to have 12 bottles of Coke and Diet Coke, 12 protein drinks, 12 ginger ale and 12 Sprite. A cheese and fruit platter is also included, as is a fruit bowl and a tea service for four. Finally, four Joe, mm, finally, four Joe Malone candles must be included in the dress. Why are people not getting any tea? You know, she kept saying 12, 12, 12 and now it's been down to four. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> and she also wants high-speed private internet access. That's a good one. We never thought about that. We just because okay. you know some places, like especially if an old, an old building, they might not fucking have like good Wi-Fi. Yeah. Also, she's actually quite good here. She puts a second writer in place for her dancers and backing singers, although mm -hmm. it's not as detailed. So apparently, they just get fresh fruit, dry roasted almonds, cashews, and a bowl of tortilla chips. <laughs> <laughs> a bowl not even like a bowl each <laughs> so yeah she, she gives them something I suppose <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, and, now, and some other celebrities so we've got Van Halen um, so during his 1982 tour he requested that there should not be brown M&M's in his M&M bowl so he needed someone to pick out all the brown M&M's. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, Adele uh, requested that her dressing room is to include a bottle of the very best red wine and a pack of mar marble light cigarettes, despite her having throat surgery recently. Um, incredibly, in North America, she also stated that every person needs to donate $20 for complimentary tickets. And this donation went to the British Bereavement Support Charity. That's quite nice. And her writer, she's put charity work. Mm -hmm. That's quite nice. But you just don't love to look good on. Um, Justin Bieber. <laughs> she made you look shocked. Seems fair play to her for putting it on. Well, play. Like, no other celebrity really does that, to be honest. But it just makes you think, is it genuine? Um, Who the fuck cares if it's genuine or not? As long as the charity gets the money, it doesn't matter. True. Uh, Justin Bieber has said it doesn't take much to accommodate him. All he needs is diced fruits and snacks. Although he does well, this just is a contradiction. Although he does request a convoy of ten sedans and two buses. <laughs> <laughs> 
He is also given 12 white handkerchiefs. Or, but he does request that. Why are uh, the bosses? I know. Yeah, maybe it's just to get to and from. Maybe it's like a trans <laughs> It must be for all those people, though. I could or like, be. Maybe loads of, like, you know, like the people playing, like, drums and all, like, their equipment and stuff, maybe. A hundred percent. Beyonce, uh, her list includes sliced cheese, Pepsi cans. Oh, yeah, because with she has a deal with Pepsi, so there can be no Coke or she flips off. Fair. Pepsi cans, oat cakes, very boring, uh, scented candles, cigars, and liquor for Jay-Z. Okay, this is a bit divish. She also asks everyone in her crew to wear 100% cotton clothes. Why? <laughs> doesn't say. And she likes the temperature of her room to be set at 78 degrees. That's, That's obviously even Fahrenheit. I know, like, what the fuck? Okay, Christina Aguilera. Too hot. Far too hot. Christina Aguilera wants Oreo cookies, fruits, Nesquik chocolate milk, deli meat, and club sandwiches. She also wants chewable vitamins and gum. And the only outrageous request she's had is to demand venue bosses to limit the number of disposable cups and cutlery to keep the environment friendly. Okay, so she's doing her best, I suppose. Very good. Um, she also hates traffic, so the organisers have to avail a police escort for her to manoeuvre. Oh, that's a good one now. I would have that. That's good. She says that under no circumstance are vehicles allowed to delay her grand performance. Okay, I agree with that. I would, I would want a police escort so I'm not stuck in traffic. Yeah, that's good. Um, Rihanna uh, says that, uh, okay, every venue had to include leopard print uh, with black forest candles. Um, she has to have dark blue or black curtains and eight throw pillows. She also demands spotless bathrooms and expects them to be deep cleaned before her arrival. I don't I think, think that's, that's fair. That's fair. Jay Z has said that each hotel room should be completely childproof. Although <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose that's for his kids, isn't it? Not childproof. Yeah. Childproof. Um, he requested that all sharp edges, corners, and electrical outlets be covered. Additionally, he requests organic whole milk for Blue Ivy. Oh, Jesus Christ. For himself, he requests an Ace of Spades champagne. He wants the comfort. Why can't you bring your own? And a favourable room temperature of 71. Okay, so these celebrities all like to be hot. Yeah. Um, Joe Jonas has revealed that he has requested puppies for his dressing room. <laughs> but this has never happened. It's <laughs> very strange. <laughs> Uh, Jennifer Lopez has said she demands her dressing room to always have a white theme, like white flowers, white tablecloths. Um, she loves milk and cookies, um, so she demands that. And she always wants the cookie warmed to the perfect temperature. Lovely. Uh, Marlon Manson has said Harry Bo gummy bears um, and a toothless choker. I don't know what, to what is a toothless choker? Doesn't the teeth are like spiky sort of ones, no? 
oh right so is he like actually like jewelry he must just want some jewelry um Liza Minnelli uh two cartons of cigarettes a humidifier black Egyptian cotton towels no styrofoam plates only silver trays a $400 coffee service but according to her agent the only item she really cares about is red Gatorade which must be like Powerade BPM like an energy drink um, um, we'll just go through a few more. Um, I've done Kanye West. Uh, he's very particular about his flyer faces. They must all be cylinder. No square. <laughs> very strong. Like these people have way too much time to think about these things. Uh, he also wants slushy machines that mix frozen Grey Goose with lemonade and Hennessy with Coke. Cher um, wants a separate dress and uh, separate room for her all her wigs. She doesn't want to share a room with her wigs. Um, Taylor Swift says that she wants an 11 a.m. Starbucks order of one grande iced caramel latte with two sweetened lows, one grande iced Americana with two sweetened lows and soy milk, and one slice of pumpkin loaf. She also stocked her bus with Twizzlers and Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Madonna. Um, travels with 200 people entourage and replaces green room furniture with shipped in custom pieces. That's very diva. Um, she also uh, requires rare pink and white roses with stems cut to six inches. <laughs> That's very particular. 20 international phone lines and a chef preparing vegan food. Who is she writing? Why does she need 20 international phone lines? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a fucking clue. <laughs> Will Ferrell um, says that he would like six feet high chairs, one fake tree, a canvas of a rainbow, uh, an electric three-way mobility scooter, and a Janet Jackson-style headset microphone. Fabulous. Um, and we'll do two more. Grace Jones. Grace Jones says that she wants a lot of champagne, six bottles of Louis Cristal, uh, with six bottles of French white and red wine. She also requests two dozen Fin du Clair or Colchester oysters on ice, but requests that they come unopened because Jones does her own shucking. She doesn't want her oysters. Grace Jones, um, she the James Bond movie. She's a famous singer. She's like a black actress and singer. You'd know her if you seen her. She had that really like kind of shaved, fluffy kind of hair too. You'd know her if you seen her. And the last one we'll do is Prince. So Prince requested for there to be no stairs at any of his hotels and wanted any obstructive rugs to be removed from his suites. He also banned paintings or photos of animals and faces. So yeah, some some high class demands there. <laughs> I just Googled her. No, I don't recognize her. Oh, well, you've seen a James Bond film with her in it. Which one? Didn't tell you, but she's in the James Bond. Um, okay, so I just remembered I forgot to read out the question boxes for people's ragging their shit. <laughs> well, before we get into that and the advice to mind if we take a quick toilet break. Yes, we can take a quick toilet break. So we'll be right back with question boxes for both. <laughs> we'll be right back. Bye. And we're back. Freshly relieved. Um, we're ready to go again. So I forgot to do uh, the question box what for what rags people shit so we'll just go back on ourselves a wee bit here 
and we will look into that. So the first one is for annoying the shit out of people is landlords. The robin bastards, especially the ones who have upped her rent by two hundred pound extra. Oof. Steep. Yeah. That's unlawful, that. That's stupid. I don't even think it's unlawful. It's just fucking... That's a dick cunty. move. Dick move. Right. dick move, cunty, whatever else it is. Like, I don't understand how they can do that. And they usually do it, like, a month or two's notice. And then it's up. And it's like, well, tough luck if you can't afford it. Then you need to fucking move out. I, there's, there needs to be more protection around that. Fucking horrible. Um, okay, the next one is everyone having colds or flu at the minute and coughing and sneezing everywhere. <laughs> I have noticed a lot more people are getting sick, but it is the season, I suppose, is where like darker nights come in, colder weather, we're coming into the winter. More people are getting sick. I bet you mean like still stuck to like, you know, like when COVID came in, they were like cough into your elbow. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when you're at, like, the same public transport and someone's coughing, I hate that. But it's, like, try coughing into your hand and then use some hand sanitizer or cough into a tissue. Yeah. 100%. Because the rest of us don't want to get your disease. Thank you very much. Um, The next one is getting out of bed for work. <laughs> well, um, agree when I used to go to work. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, getting under the bed to watch TV. <laughs> Oh, next one, cooking. I find it a waste of fucking time to spend cooking for an hour to eat in 10 minutes. I um, can agree. And I'll, You don't cook? No, well, when I do cook, Nick cooks predominantly, and I do the cleaning. So you're making, I want to point out that I do do my share. <laughs> I'll clean up the dinner dishes, but I will go rampant at Nick going, why the fuck did you use so many dishes for this simple little meal? <laughs> Oh, and that's why like you use so many dishes and so much cutlery cooking anything. Like, it's so irritating. No, but see, yeah. And then you, you, you make it for ages. There's so much mess, especially at Christmas. Oh, my God. And then you spend 10 minutes eating, and it's just like, that was it. <laughs> I can agree with that person. Um, And the last one is Karen's Get a Fucking Life. <laughs> I'd love a bit more context. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Right back in first, please. Okay. And and we'll just go into our question box um for what would people's, you know, demands be for the dressing room? What's their celebrity writer while I I have the box open? So the first one is sweets, crisps, chocolate, tea, and a hot man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we never said that, but yeah, I, would he be the person serving you everything that you want? I suppose feeding you grapes by the mouth, etc. That's also like, do you get final say? Because somebody else's version of Hoff might not be my version of Hoff. True, actually. True. Maybe you should send through pictures to me and I'll choose which one I want. Next one is I would like Diet Coke sushi. Anything salted caramel related and chocolate. They're all very reasonable so far. <laughs> More. There. There's no massive one, like big ones. Uh, okay, next one. BPM, peppermint tea. Yeah, they must be for the bloat as well. And chicken sensation crisps. <laughs> I think I may know who those person is. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, 
Oh yeah, we never talked about crisps. I talked about a cheese board and a maize board, but that didn't include hummus for me and cracker crisps. So definitely crisps. Well, I'm sorry to the chicken person. It's gonna be Thai sweet chili every time. I can't stand the yeah. fucking smell of those things. I'm you can't sorry. Stand the chicken ones. But like no. I love the chicken sensation. I do love oh, the Thai sweet chili ones as well, but the chicken sensations are banging as well. Like Yeah. And um, okay, next one is the biggest fuck off fan you've ever seen. I sweat when I get ready. So yeah, they need a fan. I would get a fan too, or the AC. We've discussed that, but yeah, big big fan. Um, iced water by the gallon. Yeah. We bottle a ballet going, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and the last one is repainted, recarpeted, full spread buffet. Prozzy on standby. <laughs> You're old. Prozzy on standby. I'd love to know who that is. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That is very funny. <laughs> okay, that is everybody's uh what they wrote in so that's lovely that was a quick little topic this week it's brilliant because this these podcasts get longer and longer and longer every week and because i only came back from ireland just today it was nice to do a topic that i didn't have to do much research into you know so it's fabulous 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 okay and our last section before we finish the podcast is always about advice and any questions you need so first of all Shastra or Sinead, is there any questions that you would like advice on? No, no, thank you. Not for me, I'm good at the minute. Fabulous. Right, we'll just go through two questions then that people wrote in. And the first one is We like touch for you. This is what the person said, this is not what I'm saying. <laughs> it said what? So, so the person says, We like touch one for you. Was in the shop earlier and lifted a ton of coke, zero. Dropped it before I went to pay, but it didn't bust or anything, so I went and put it back and lifted another one. My co-workers were horrified and said I was going to hell, but like I wasn't going to buy the dropped one. Am I going to hell or is it fair enough? I mean, they're not going to hell, but why did they not buy it? Like, they just dropped a ton. Mm. I've got two viewpoints and I've got a personal story to add <laughs> so personally for me if I dropped like a can of drink and it didn't bust I would put it back on the shelf so I do agree with the person but why Why would you put it back on the shelf I don't know it's like some weird thing where I don't want to damage product but you dropped it I know I know I know but in my head that's what it is now, my other viewpoint is I used to work in a shop and I used to hate that. It, it, is a, it is a public thing. If there's a damaged product, it's still usable, but it looks damaged. People will not buy that. That's the last one left on the shelf. It's such a thing. I don't know what it is, but it is the way the general public are because it's like me. It's like the person who wrote in. But working in a shop, it used to be irritating because nobody would buy the thing. And then you restock the shelf of the same product and people would continue to buy the new one and leave the damaged one. Unless you were just the damaged one. It's because they didn't damage it. And they're like, well, I don't know where that's been. Like, up on the floor. You know, it's there. Are, it's, it's such a weird thing, isn't it? Um, I will say if the can did bust, then you would go to hell. 
because you just want to bury yourself. <laughs> yeah. But the fact it didn't bust, I will say you're not going to hell. But no one else will probably buy that. So, yeah. I will also say I have personal experience from something similar that happened to me on Tuesday just this week. I was in the spa across from the chapel. We went to the chapel to see the grave, like some candles for granny. Went in to get Easton toilet roll and milk it. <laughs> and I also bought, we me and Nick were stocking up on Irish snacks because we don't get as nice stuff here in England. And you know those pink buns that granny used to buy? Yeah, the Flemish ones. They were in the shop. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buy a box to take home with me. And there were two boxes. This is something similar. There were two boxes on the shelf. One was like really dark icing, pink icing. The other was like light pink icing. I was like, I'll go for the dark pink icing. That, that means probably more sugar, probably more nicer. Um, and I was carrying toilet roll, big thing, in the tinder, milk, the buns. And then I was getting some Irish crisps. And my hands were full. And Nick was nowhere to be seen. He fucked off and don't know where he went. And I was relying on his help. Because we didn't get a basket, we didn't get a trolley. I didn't think we'd need one. He comes around the corner with like three big things of Coke to take, Irish Coke, and then crisps and all this. So there was no room. And then because my hands were full, he couldn't grab any. I accidentally dropped the, the case of the pink buns on the floor in the shop. And they all went on the floor. Like, you know, that case is like, it's a flip kind of case. that It does not like seal. So if you drop it, it will fall. So I was like, fuck it. Picked up the buns left them there, went around, got another pack of the buns, was the last one, so got me pink buns, grand. But I didn't leave the pink buns on the floor, or the, I didn't put them back on the shelf or anything, I took them to the till and goes like, sorry, I dropped these, I'm going to pay for them. And the woman goes, oh no, don't, don't be silly, like it happens all the time. So I think because I was honest, I wasn't charged for them. So maybe, well, you didn't bust the drink, so it's fair enough. But if you did, maybe if you took it to the till and said, oh, sorry, they, they wouldn't have charged it because you're honest. Where if you just kick it under, like, car will come and get you, you know what I mean? That was such a long-winded story for you to say my hands were falling, I dropped a packet of buns. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was detail you went down to it. So they just saying, I had loads of stuff in my hands. <laughs> I, I dropped a packet of buns and they fell on the floor. <laughs> but you know me I'm very descriptive and oh, I just imagine you went to the shop across from the chat but like most people <laughs> won't know where that is bitch <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean then? no because then we went into the chapel to light candles and then we went down the next way <laughs> I went my way didn't bring a basket <laughs> I like to talk I like to speak to people I like people to imagine what I'm doing <laughs> Oh, anyway, just... I just find it weird that, like, just just take your own can. Like, you dropped it, just take it. Like, you didn't bust it, so it was still drinkable and usable. Mm. So you, take it you, with you. you honestly would be the exception to the general public, then. There's not many people that think like you. Because, like, if I drop something and it's damaged, I will go for something else if it's on the shelf. And if it is damaged and it's the last one on the shelf, I really have to think, do I really want that? But, I mean, you damaged it. It's, you, it's your issue. I know. But it is weird, isn't it? It's a dick move. It's a dick move. Okay. I'm not it. saying you're going to hell, but it's a dick move. <laughs> Shasta, what do you think? To be honest, I am that person who puts it back and gets another one. Um, okay. And I have seen people do it. Like, my own mum is the worst for it. Like, my, my mum, right? If we're shopping and I go to pick something up, she goes, 
put that back. And I go, why? And she goes, go for the dates at the back because the dates are further away and it will last longer. And I'm like, no, I do that. I get the I'm dates like, thing, but you're not yeah. downloading a product and then setting it back. I do, but I, I say to her at the end of the day, the date doesn't matter because if you see how I eat, like it won't last long enough in the first <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. Oh, shit, Chester's in there. Again, always technical difficulties. Shastra has disappeared from the pod. <laughs> she literally read sentence. She'll hopefully return. I don't want to do start the next question because I do want her to hear it and have her opinion. So, um. Kevin, yeah, you may just start her. God only knows if she's coming back. You can ask well, her again. Well, let me text her. Um, maybe her laptop died. Didn't it happen one other time? I don't know if it happened with Shastra. But it did happen another member of the pod. Or friend of the pod. Always technological issues. Right, we'll just move on to the next question. And Well, <laughs> well I think Shastra says she's the type of person that will put something damage back. So nice. the person who wrote in, um, we would say... We're not going to hell. Sinead probably would say you would. <laughs> no, no, I said you're not going to hell, but it's a dick mate. Like, you damaged the product. And now you set it back, even okay. though that was your own fault. <laughs> okay. And hopefully it helps relieve your conscience. <laughs> uh, okay, I will do one more question. So. Short and simple. Well, not really simple. But it's supposed to be complex. Um, my partner wants us to start trying for a baby, but I'm not so sure. I want children. Any advice on how I go about this? Do not have a child if you do not want one, because you will end up. Um, what's the word? You know, like oh. Um, hating the child. Right. Well, I was looking for a different word, not hating. Like. Um. You will. I know what you're trying to say, but uh, I can't think. I've words. literally my head's just gone blank from what that it's word regret. is. Regret or no, like no, like because like you already regret having it. No neglect. Just hold anyway. it again. I like you always say like you've ruined my life. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. So I just do not do it if if you're not sure you want the child because you can't give it back. <laughs> That's true. You cannot give it back. Shastra, are you there? Okay, we'll see. <laughs> She's in the bit we got here. Uh, okay, I would agree with Sinead. I was like, don't have children if you don't want them. Like, don't don't be thinking, well, if your partner obviously wants children, you need to have that conversation with your partner first and foremost. Because if you're not aligned in having children then that's going to cause friction later down the line you need and it could cause friction now when you talk to them but you need to discuss how you're feeling now i'm not sure well trying i'm assuming you're a heterosexual couple but i'm not sure which one wants children which one doesn't but doesn't matter you need to still discuss it with each other um if it's a man forcing a or not forcing but it's a man who wants a child telling a woman he wants a child that's I think that's different because the woman has to carry the baby. She, her body will change. There's a lot of stuff that go out, hormones, emotions, things like that. So it's more difficult. But if it's a woman wanting a man, it's a lot easier. 
but you still, regardless of who's saying who wants the baby, you still need to talk to each other about it and don't have a baby if you're not a hundred percent invested in having a baby because as Shania said, you will regret it. Or you might not regret it. It might turn out to be like I know people who babies were accidents and it turns out to be the best thing that they've ever done. And it's changed their life for the better, but they weren't gonna know that. It could have had the opposite effect. So unless you want a child, I would say don't try. No, like I, I just think yeah, like because even then you might like resent that's the word I was looking for resent you know you could end up resenting your partner you could end up resenting the child because it was something you didn't really want and you know um depending on which gender you are you know it's not always the case but a lot of the time you know the female does tend to look after the child the most because you know unfairly they get more maternity leave compared to paternity leave mm-hmm. um so, you know, if you are a female, you will probably end up looking after the child a bit more. But that's not to say that your partner mm-hmm. wouldn't obviously do their part as well. Um, But I, you could end up presenting yeah. them. So I think it's something you really have to be sure about. But also, you know, if you're maybe like on the fence and you're not quite sure, you know, do you know any friends or family that have a young child that you could kind of maybe babysit them and kind of see how you get on? Um, I don't obviously know what your exposure is to children, um, but you know it's something that could kind of maybe ease you in to see how you get on because obviously you can hand that child back, <laughs> um, you know, but just to get a feel for what parenthood yeah. could be like, um, and that's something you could do with your partner, you know, you could do together to see how you get on, um, but I know everyone always says a love for your own child is totally different to looking after somebody else. It's like it's not going to be the same, but I mean it is a good eye opener, I think. 100%. I suppose what you could always do as well is like maybe volunteer um, in a children's charity or volunteer babysitting for your friends or family. Um, I'm not sure what I said babysit for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like um, perhaps maybe sign up for like adoption or not adoption. Um, foster Kevin. <laughs> I mean foster it. You know, you can just foster a child for like a month or something. Maybe just do that and see how you feel and then you'll okay, know. Okay, so I am not going to advocate for fostering here because, Kevin, do you realise how much of a responsibility that is and the process that you'd have to go through to foster a child? Yeah, but it's not as much responsibility as having your own for fucking 18 years. But I mean, I feel like more than likely it could be a more complex case. Um, You know, you're not going to necessarily get a baby. You could get, you could foster a child at fifteen. You know, like yeah. it's not just wee babies, like yeah, a hundred percent. But then it's still, regardless, it's still a child you're looking after. Regardless of what age that child that you foster is going to be, it's still going to be at a point you have a child. That child will reach that age, hopefully. Do you know what I mean? So you're still going to have some type of experience deciding whether you want a child. Because if you have a foster child that's fifteen, and they're a little tyrant, like tyrant. You're like, mm, no, definitely want a child because whenever I have a child, they turn 15, they're going to be like that. But not every child's like that. I know, but it's, it's terrible. Shastra is back. <laughs> um, So you were finishing off your sentence there before your internet cut out. And I'm assuming you were going to say you're the person like me who, if it's damaged, you won't buy it. Perfect. 
Yeah, I would agree. So me and Sinead were just discussing the next question while we're waiting for you there. So the question was, my partner wants us to start trying for a baby, but I'm not sure I want children. Have we any advice on what to do? What would be your advice? Mm-hmm. But their partner does. The guy, Shanine, was talking about maybe looking after friends and families, children, to kind of get a bit of experience and, and do it with your partner. How that goes. I was suggesting maybe fostering a child for like a month. Shanine was like, no. <laughs> well, but to me, fostering is not to get the experience of looking after a child. You, you want to foster a child to support them and help mm. them in the situation that they're in. It's not like, you know, rent a car for 30 days. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's kind of what you're suggesting as yeah. that, oh, that will help me. Fostering is to support that child. It's not for you to get fucking experience. <laughs> children. Like, well, you know, that's not what it is. Yeah. But when so you put it like that. that avenue. <laughs> <laughs> but when you put it like that, I can understand what you mean. Um, <laughs> yeah. I can understand, but yeah, maybe uh, maybe I'll take that back then. But then I don't really care because I'm never going to be a parent, so I don't I don't have that decision to make. Fortunately, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we're all in agreement that you need to speak to your partner first and foremost, yeah. and you need to just have these thoughts to them and just say, "Look, you definitely want them." I'm not a hundred percent sure. If it is a relationship deal breaker, then it's a relationship deal breaker. There's no point you having a child with this person because you will resent them and the child. Um. So yeah, we wish you well on your journey to yeah. be a parent or a non-parent. Whatever you decide is whatever you decide. Don't be pressured to have children either. There's enough of them in the world. And I know people keep going on the news going... We need to have more babies. The population's decreasing. Who's going to look after us when we're older? I don't care. I'm just happy enough to go when I go. It's like that's how it is, though. Like we're overpopulated. So maybe if some of these old people died, you know, we could mm -hmm. have children. <laughs> Do we want more children in society? I don't think well, we do. just been, you know, to keep things going. Do we want them to keep going? <laughs> <laughs> well, they could go on our lifetime, regardless. But I just mean mm. people after us. Yeah, I, I do. I'm not even. I don't even feel guilty or bad saying this. I know for me, I'm not having children, so I don't care about the generations after me. I'm gonna keep ordering from Sheen and my fast fashion. I don't care about greenhouse and global warming because after me, I'm dead. So bye bye. So, so you wouldn't care like if I ever had children, like about my children? No. Well, that's different. That's what? different. But at the minute, at the minute, I'm having children, and you don't have any children, so there we go. <laughs> and if you have children, Sinead, you bring them into the world at whatever way it is. So there you go. They have to deal with the shit regardless. So there you go. <laughs> I always say this is anything yesterday because everything is just so hard. Everything is a hassle. It's like if I was given the option of. Kevin, this is your. This is what your life's gonna be, and I've had a great life, like nothing too difficult, thank God. But it's like everything, every day is a hassle. There's, no, you know, ninety five percent is a chore, five percent is fun times, like, and you have to get through the ninety five percent to enjoy the five percent of fun. It's like this is your life. Would you 
be born and live it or would you just not exist i would rather not exist to be honest that says uh, a lot that, for the rest of us thanks very much no but like that doesn't like nick said that like what about your family what about your friends and i was like they're brilliant and lovely and yes i'm glad they're in my life but the rest of life is just miserable it's like so I'd like rather... what, what, what is it what is it you need to make the rest of your life feel I, good i don't think there's anything i just hate the mundane daily chores of life everything's a task like you nothing is ever easy and that's what life is life is a chore it's not a reward they say life is precious it's not precious it's a fucking task it's hard fucking work it's not pre- in my eyes it's not precious at all it's not precious we're here for whatever reason it is and i don't know what reason it is but it's hard fucking work would you not agree life's hard <laughs> it is but like i generally oh, enjoy my life cool. like so like, like, well, life is what you make it. What you make it, honey. Okay, I know what it is, and like, don't get me wrong. I have a good life. I'm not saying I, I'm, I don't have a horrible life. I'm not a starving child in Africa. I'm very privileged, and you know, I know that. But it, life is. I know I enjoy parts of life. It's just. It's it's hard work, like everything is, like there's something that goes wrong every day. Okay. And I don't think I, as Nick, me and Nick were discussing this, there's nothing that could change that. Like Nick was like, maybe you need to go see a therapist and discuss all this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, regardless of what they said, I felt like, listen, as long as I remember in school, it's like, what's the point of school? This is boring. It's like, what's the point? Oh, you just have to do it because it's life. Do you know what I mean? It's, I, I don't think there could be anything that could change that. I just, I'm going through the motions until I die. To me, that's life. And I do have fun times, but you're just like, it's not all the time. Life's not fun all the time, which it should be. Life's that precious. It should be fun all the time. You shouldn't have to deal with hardships and loss and sicknesses and, you know. But that's what life is and it's shit. And there are people in worse situations than me that probably don't think like this, but that's just who I am. So, yeah. (laughs) Maybe don't have children. <laughs> if you do, don't bring them around, Kev. <laughs> I'm such a miserable cunt. <laughs> but like, I am. I am a fun-loving person. Just wish life was more fun. Like, do you know what I mean? And this is the thing. I I will eventually go back into work, and I will have to put up with people's. How was your weekend? My kids do this. I'm like, I don't care. I'm here to have money. I don't want to hear about your life problems and your children and what they do in school. That's the thing I don't like about life. You should you shouldn't have to be fake. You should be real and honest and tell someone to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like I, I faked it for so many years and now with this podcast as well, it's great to like say how you truly feel. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just gonna tell people shut up. And if I have a HR meeting, I don't care. <laughs> I'm a nice person. I really am. And I, But I'm just very negative. And I just think life is the biggest pile of bullshit ever. It's too hard. And like, you know, God forbid it be onto war or something. I'd be complaining even more then. But it's like, I'm very privileged. I know I'm very first world problems. I know that myself. No one has to tell me that. I've just, it's fucking shit. Nothing but issues. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> kind of went off topic but I'm just thinking don't have children that's my opinion because 
you know, do you want to bring your child up in an ever decreasing quality of life world where housing is a problem? No young people today can afford a house. Mortgages are through the roof. You know, energy crisis, all this bullshit. Things are getting so expensive. Do you really want to bring a life into all that chaos? I don't. That's why God made me gay. Or whoever made me gay, but I'm glad. <laughs> Anyways, welcome brings us to the end of the podcast. Congratulations, guys. We did a shorter episode for once. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Um, so I'd like to thank everyone for listening. You ha- have to have listened this far because it's a shorter episode. So no excuses. Uh, please like, share, and review the podcast on all good podcasting apps and services. We will not accept anything less than five stars because we're just so talented and brilliant and enthusiastic about life. Um, I'd like to thank Shastra and Sinead for joining me. We almost escaped without technological difficulties. Almost. Unfortunately, almost. Shastra's Wi-Fi <laughs> beat us to the Pope. <laughs> oh, oh. Um. Always take your milk thistle, drink responsibly, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.